Hello, welcome to the Jeter Show. Today we'll be talking about PACs, super PACs, how corporations use them to influence the political system, and if they are the reason corporations shouldn't be protected by the First Amendment. Now, today, now, what is a PAC originally? A PAC is a political committee which funds uh, political campaigns. It can fund even parties, political parties, right? But it has to be political reasonings. Now, what they do with this money can be limited if it is only a PAC. Now, what other option is there? A super PAC. What's the difference between a super PAC and a regular old PAC? Well, super PAC is required to have to have a cover letter, which is just simply stating that you intend for this PAC to become a super PAC. And once that has happened and once that has been approved, uh, you are allowed to spend as much money as you can with that super PAC on anything for political reasons, right? So say I was, for example, say I was a, a political candidate, right? And I wanted to uh, inform some people about my views and my opinions on some things. I could have, it would be nice to have a super PAC to fund me for my yacht adventure where I'll be taking a select 40 people to go to talk to them about my campaign and about my views on what I want for whatever district I may or may not be in, right? Now, do I need a yacht? No, 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 no. But I can get a yacht because it's for these political reasons. Now, that's the only thing that is required. It has to be for political reasons. Another thing that is required with both PACs and super PACs is that the political candidate cannot have any type of coordination with the pack now that means you just you can't talk to them you can't have any type of um quote-unquote influence on them legally speaking but again legally speaking you can be say a candidate's lawyer or business partner or whatever really and still not be considered legally a be be considered coordinating with them legally right now there's a lot of influence that can happen there that's just common sense but people will have tried for many years since the industrial age to limit how much power packs can have and not just only packs but other uh, campaign financing uh, and political parties as well what they can spend on that money now there has been laws such as Tillman Act of 1907 the Hatch Act of 1939 and the Taft-Hartley Act of 1947 which prohibited labor unions from expeditions that supported or opposed particular federal candidates. Uh, the Hatch Act restricted the political campaign activities of federal employees. And um, 
the Tillman Act was already just trying to limit the amount of corruption that political that corporations particularly and other political funding uh, campaigns and committees and organizations had now why would they want to stop the influence that they have particularly why is it so important for them to limit the amount of money that they're spending who cares right well these corporations are funded by other people Right, so they could be non-profit or for-profit, but particularly PACs and, and uh, PACs and super PACs, non-for-profit ones, they're funded by usually just uh, individual donations, uh, other for-profit companies, you know, and corporations. They can donate into it. They can donate a lot of money into it as well. Right, and the amount of money that they get from it, they don't have to uh, announce publicly, anyways, um, who their major donors are for until they are requested to do it, and then they have to do it every three months after that. But the thing is, is that what if someone doesn't decide to give and share information? Right, in that case. To, when they've been called to, in that case, what are they going to do about it? Well, there's no laws or jails that can detain them because it is an FEC rule. Now, FEC is the Federal Election Campaign uh, Acts, right? Now, they were made sometime after the Taft, the Taft-Hartley Act. And in 1971, they strengthened public reporting requirements of the campaign financing for candidates, political parties, and PACs, including super PACs. Uh, in 1974, they added more specific limits to the amount of money that could be donated to candidates by individuals, political parties, um, PACs, and also what could be independently spent by people who want to talk about candidates. Right? So this is all very important because corporations have a lot more money. Say if you're like a pharmaceutical corporation, right? Uh, pharmaceutical corporations can have millions and millions of dollars. The amount of influence that could be had with those millions of dollars, right? So you're in cohorts and you say, oh, in this instance, you're at a dinner party and you're a corporation and you talk to a candidate and you want to see if your views align, meaning that more laws could benefit you as a pharmaceutical company, right, with someone who would make the laws and seeing if you would want to promote them, being if they're on your side. Now, that's corruption in a sense because what corporations want are generally not what's best for the greater good of all the people. It allows them, it, this could allow them to have more rights over what they can do with land, what they can do with the water systems, what materials and chemicals they can and can't use. Even if it's harmful to people, it could be cheaper practices for them, therefore saving more money. And what they save with that money, they could put more money into a candidate's campaign. And that's where the corruption leads. And that's what the FECA and, and the BCRA, the Bipartisan Campaign Finance Reform Act, uh, are trying to limit and trying to stop. Now, 
there have been cases where other companies have uh, attempted to, you know, spend more and more money on something, right? But these laws have limited it to where, oh, no, we have to regularly. We have to know what you are and you aren't doing. However, because it is a campaign and you can do many things with the campaign, including having a media like commercials and ads, billboards, newspapers, all types of ways of communicating with a campaign to get your voice and your opinions out. And corporations fund those said campaigns. Now, the sad thing about it is that the FECA did not include members of media. uh, And that means corporations. uh, They left them free to comment about candidates, even though commentary involves spending money and poses the same risk of quid pro quo corruption as other independent spending. Now, this means that they are able to spend money on whatever they want. So if they want to spend money on a person that they really believe in in the candidate, right, they can spend as much money as they want promoting him, even even if those promotions are based off of lies and that wouldn't come back that wouldn't be unlawful in any way. That wouldn't be. That wouldn't put the person who they're campaigning for in jail. It wouldn't put them in jail. That wouldn't. There'd be nothing done to them. It's totally free, right? That that type of propaganda out. Even if they wanted to go against uh, their selected candidates' opposers, right? They want to go against them so they can put out any type of fallacious topics. They could say exactly anything that they wanted to they can make up lies and say this person is murderer and they have lied about this and they can take old clips and butcher them and put them together and even though they are lies it's a campaign ad it is free speech our first amendment our lovely first amendment free speech for everyone and this allows all the people to be able to do whatever they want say whatever they want to the mass media which allows people to go very very far with what they want to communicate with the biggest problem is though is that our corporations should they be allowed to have free speech are they considered people because corporations are made up of people a collection of people but does the first is the first amendment just meant for individuals are they only supposed to be for those to speak for themselves because corporations have a history an ongoing history of corrupting the political system but others say no they have a right to this freedom that we all have here as Americans no matter what if they want to spend as much money as they as they have right they want to spend over a million dollars for campaigning against a candidate and making up lies about them and telling wrong stuff and and just saying complete lies about them they are allowed to do that now because it is free speech and you're allowed to say whatever you want this is the show thank you for listening